This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 252, going, going, back, back to Cali, it'll make more sense. Now, I got to tell you, unfortunately, we haven't heard from Biggity Mike, the mayor, he's out gallivanting around, so luckily, I got Ron last week to have Hank come on this week, and Hank is going to guest co-host, so I'm super excited to announce Hank. Hank, how you doing, brother? Well... Hank? I'm doing all right, I that... guess. Wait, I changed the conference number. Is that Hank or who is this? It's Hank. Just checking in from the local bar. USOB. Did you get my number Mike. again? Is this this can't be Mike, dude? Um, this, this is Hank. I'm just down here at the local bar, getting a little. Twisted right now as we sp- oh, wait, not twisted. Shit, what's the name of that brand again? Oh, <laughs> hammered. That's it. I'm getting hammered. Hammered weekend wear. Yeah, man. Mike, seriously, I did change the conference. I did. Did uh, who gave you this number, man? I cannot, cannot tell my source. But whoever my source is, thank you for uh, giving me that new conference code to get back in and. Uh, Hey Jay, it's so good to be back on here with you, dude. Man, you uh, the there's there's rumors swirling. I don't want to get Uh-oh. into all of them. That the you know there's the honky tonk man, right? I know Barbaglia knows. You know he 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 can rattle off the wrestlers' names, but everybody said you're getting closer to to dropping the gallivanting man. You've got like the the cowboy hat on with the straw coming out, kind of like the Marlboro man. But uh, are you still putting the finishing touches on the Gallivant Man album that supposedly you're dropping? Well, hey, don't forget about, you already talked about the cowboy hat. You talked about the straw coming out my mouth. Don't forget about the assless chaps. Don't forget <laughs> about those. Dude, well, I thought you were going to say like some skull, like, you know, like in the pot back pocket. But, I mean, come on, man. This is a family kind of podcast. I don't want you to go in talking about the stuff you do on the weekends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's every day, homie, every day that it is. And listen, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you subscribe or follow. Want to also say the weekend before Thanksgiving is the easiest way to remember it. It's going down in Slidell, Louisiana, part of the custom car show productions events. Mike's been there before. Biggity Bayou Showdown. It's the 19th, 20th and 21st of November 
I know you guys are going to have a great time. There's low riders, lifted, minis, you name it. It's all there. And, Mike, you can definitely cut a promo for Biggity Bayou Showdown because Bayou Showdown's the shit. Uh, dude, it's absolutely a blast. Um, had a record um, a year last year. I go there and help, you know, uh, Gre- oh, here I'm saying Greg. Um, I'm going there and, well, I go there and I help um, the Millers and, um, of course, um, Sean. Uh, uh, so, man, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, rest, rest in peace, Greg, but, man. Yes, yes. Um, so, but, yeah, once again, I'll be there and um, helping out again. And I uh, look forward to going uh, there and uh, and can't wait. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I mentioned this last week, you know, if you leapfrog past Bayou Showdown, which is an amazing event, and you fast forward to March, like smack dad, metal, middle of March, that's spring break for us in the south, the dirty south. And uh, if you want to go to somewhere that's not dirty and it's in the south and it's in spring break, you want to get ready for Orange Beach Invasion, the light uh, is an event that will change your life. You know, it's just it's such an awesome venue. We hope that our friend like, you know, CB – also, C.B. Cooper, right, Craig Braid from the Pacific Northwest, maybe he'll come down. But we've had people from all over come down and just really enjoy that atmosphere. So, again, the next two events for Custom Car Show Productions and family is going to be Bayou Showdown, November. Fast forward, of course, next year, March, Orange Beach Invasion. Well, hey, Orange Beach Invasion, Jay, don't forget, um, those spots are going up for sale. So if you had yours last year, uh, make sure you get with um, Lauren Miller and um, reserve your spot again. Pay for it for uh, if you want that same spot, or if you want another spot um, there on uh, you know the VIP row. Um, it is going up. I believe it's this Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you get with uh, um, Lauren Miller uh, here real soon and get that thing paid for. Yeah, and Mike has one of those those truck. Well, I don't even want to bring it up. You have one of those weird trucks that's like kind of weird but i told you don't bring that because i already talked to robbie and robbie said if you come anywhere around there he's he's not coming off the top ropes he's coming off remember that little walkway that cat that catwalk deal he said he'll come down and like throat kick you you know what i'm saying so well i'm pretty sure sean randall um made a shirt that said no yee yee shit (laughs) and listen we're we're you know all kidding aside the bottom line is they're trying to keep this event very streamlined next year and we all know at different events there's always you know a group i mean it could be folks dragon it could be you know this and that but uh, obviously the city has put some some restrictions in so you know this event i think next year is going to be a little bit even more streamlined than it's been and i think that's going to be a good thing we'll see some more hot rods we'll see some more minis full sizes uh it's going to be a great time so looking forward to it now mike on this episode We've got, uh, you know, talking about going, going back, back to Cali. It's been a minute since I've been out west that far, and I had the opportunity, uh, C10 Interventions this weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Street Trucks invited me out, so I'm super excited about that. But Solomon Lunger is a name that many of you will know from the publications of Engaged Media, talking about Street Trucks, F100 Builder's Guide, and so much more. He comes on. He's got a huge cult following in the stuff that he does. Don't want to give too much away. And then, Mike, we are going to try to link up with Big Juice. Trucks and Cheeseburgers just coming up, and I don't think that you know we've talked about it enough. Uh, if you have uh, the OLP official digital show calendar on your phone, uh, you will see that we're basically adding that event in. Or actually, we've already added that event, and it's the 19th. 
It is a Sunday, so that, you know, obviously is something that makes it a little tough for some of us to get down to West Palm Beach. But, Mike, the 19th is, uh, give or take, one, two, yeah, two two weeks in a day or so away from this audio airing. So we're excited about that. We'll try to get Big Juice on to talk about that. Hell yeah, brother. That's always a good time uh, meeting up down there, uh, down south. Down south, and, uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, down south hustling. Uh, but always a good time. Uh, and I mean, you can't go can't go wrong with some free Bubba Burgers. You know what I'm saying? Real deal. Uh, the overview of this episode brought to you by our family at Graphics Mafia. If you're looking for stickers, don't go anywhere else. Go to Graphics Mafia. That's graphics with an X, mafia.com. They're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, I think they're even doing some YouTube stuff, but Graphics Mafia will take care of you if you need a wrap, you need a little design work, you want to put your name, your Instagram name on your you know, your project banana hammock like Mike or something like that, or maybe you're doing a show, Mike. You're doing a show, and I know that they're they're willing to step up and kind of knock it out the park, whatever you need, right? Uh, always, brother, and uh, definitely uh, have never uh, let us down. Um, podcasts, shows, you name it, always coming through. And actually, with that being said, our boy uh, Ron and Hank over at Hammered Weekend Wear uh, just dropped two new shirts. And uh, <laughs> straight fire, brother. Yeah, straight fire. H a m m e r d weekendwear dot com. He obviously uh, stretching this one out th- from Wednesday to Wednesday. So uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Two heaters, as Mike said. Looking forward to it. And one of the friends, one of our good buddies, man, tip of the cap to him. Really love his truck. We got a chance to see it at Scraping the Coast. And I can't wait to rock that one on a shirt. Now, it's not the first time it's appeared on a shirt. The first time it did, uh, our our beloved friend, Greg Miller, they put it on a shirt at Orange Beach Invasion, and it looked amazing. Obviously, now it's on its third shirt. And there's rumors that it could be on a fourth shirt. I mean, just say, hashtag just saying. You know, we'll just have to see. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But shout out to TD. Now, as we move ahead to the scene updates, Mike, I I know it's been a minute. We haven't had a chance to really link up, but uh, this one is obviously, you know, one of those things where you're going to see, you know, a lot of comments, you know, a lot of people have their opinions on stuff. Hey, I'm not going to go now because of this. Listen, man, I I don't get involved in all that. Uh, It is what it is. But SEMA, they... Uh, did send out an update. I know Ronnie over at C10 Talk, he had posted this. I know uh, Street Trucks posted on their social media. And if you just Google SEMA mask mandate, uh, SEMA confirms health and safety plans for event, 2021 event. This is their newsletter, which you can kind of, I think, become a part of. I forget how I got on that list. But um, it's you know kind of talks about the SEMA show. Organizers are 100% committed to hosting a successful event. And it kind of goes on to say SEMA is monitoring the evolving COVID-19 landscape and expects to have details in the coming weeks about requirements will be in place for SEMA show. And you kind of go through all this, and, and I don't know that it's 100% confirmed that masks are going to be required, but you got to remember uh, there's a lot of stuff. There's jurisdictions, there's cities, there's all this stuff in play. Last thing they want is a super spreader event. Nobody wants that. But regardless of what you how you feel, you know, it's, uh, you know, this was dated the 26th of August. And, Mike, I, I think, like, hey, if, if somebody goes, hey, you can't have it unless you do one, two, and three, well, best, you know, you know best be sure I'm sure they're going to do one, two, and three then. 
Uh, yeah, just, I mean, it's real simple. Uh, Freaking um, put your mask on, uh, wash your hands, and uh, stay six feet apart. Exactly. Like a dolphin. Remember when they had that at Scraping the Coast? They had the little things that say, stay a dolphin linked apart. You know, like, <laughs> have you ever seen when somebody, you know, they say, hey, stay like six or seven tail uh, car links apart? Like, how did you, like, wh- I could never figure that out in my head. I'm like, well, am I, am I five and a half or six? Like, am I seven or am I, you know, and you like to tailgate. I mean, every time I ride with you, I'm like, dude, Mike, I mean, you're right, dude. You're one of those guys, man. You're right on their ass. And I don't know what the what your deal is with that, but I got to often kind of say, dude, just fall back a little bit because you're not six or seven car links. You're like zero car links, you know? Well, how would you know? One, you're either on your phone or two, you're asleep. And chances are most of the time you're asleep. So I don't know how you would know that uh, what you get all jumpy about is when I hit those damn do 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 Hey, Mike, are you asleep? Mike, Mike, are you awake? Mike, Mike. Listen, there's one thing. Yeah. There's one thing you could do better than me is the gas break dip. And if Ryan from Graphics Mafia does not ride with us in a lawn chair to Lone Star Throwdown this year, last weekend in February, Conroe, Texas, dude, then we're going to have issues because he needs. Dude, we need to get him like a throne back there, man. Hey, I told him a fucking beanbag, and he shows up with he shows up with nothing. And then, but that's all right because that fucker ended up sleeping on the damn floor anyway. So, and but hey, that was much better than the fucking couch that Dude, you wanted to bring. The couch is going this year. I'm bringing <laughs> the couch. Ron's bringing it. He's got it back up in Oregon. It's coming back down. But um, from uh, so that's kind of the the main scene update. I you know I thought we were gonna hit on, but the digital updates. Mike, I got to throw it over and say, like, the guys like Custom Life, you know, Frank, he was at The Awakening. He did a new video recently. And um, even t- Grinder TV, I mentioned uh, recently, he had the Mike Finnegan tie-in. Uh, that uh, views, or the views on that are almost at 100K. So Brian's Brian's doing the damn thing. Always, man. I mean, always putting out awesome videos and always getting those views, man. People are looking forward to it. And uh, I don't know what's harder. Uh, getting likes on and follows on Instagram or building your YouTube channel. And I tell you what, our girl Georgia has definitely figured out the recipe to build a, a damn um, a, a Instagram uh, and get those followers because uh, she's cracked over 100,000, bro. So, but unfortunately, me or you look anything like Georgia. So I seriously doubt we're going to come anywhere near 100,000, bro. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, she said we can borrow a few because she's at 155k now. I think that her success, oh, oh. you know, obviously she's she's a great looking female. There's no doubt about that, right? Just stating the facts. But the content that she puts out, arguably, I mean, you talk about a content creator. Everything from lowriders to legs to hydros to bicycles to awesomeness. You know, G E O R J J A H. I mean, dude, she is, she is building mini truck too. So we can't forget about that. I mean, he's on the rise and we do got to thank her. You know, she came on the podcast, which was awesome. I know she was on Jamie's as well, but you know, it, it's great. Um, you know, we built a lot of relationships with the folks out there and you know, the commitment that she has to release new content is really unsurpassed her and her man. They do, um, you know, cool stuff. And I love seeing content like that. Right. I mean, the rolling shots, you know, she'll, She'll put the phone down and, and, and fuel up the car and uh, just do some cool stuff. So, 
you know, I commend someone that uh, is, is on their hustle as much as she is. You know what I mean? Tip of the cap. Now, Mike, you, Mike, you were saying you for some reason you you really liked the one where she was kneeling down and she's feeling the the fuel in the car. I didn't know, like I you kept talking like you kept trying to tell me that was a Lincoln tattoo, and I was like, no, Mike, that's not a Lincoln tattoo. That's that's, oh, that's a cutlass. Right, you know what I'm saying? There we go. But yeah. there was something you kept talking about. You know, that was a that was a good angle of the photo, and I totally agree. So, yeah. no, I actually I actually like the one where she is um, got the picture um, with the uh, the OBS and that yellow OBS um, and made posters. That one, that was that was fire right there. Fire emoji. Yes, 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 yes. Well, good stuff. So go out there again for everything from YouTube, uh, man. If you haven't, you know, went out on YouTube recently and you kind of just search mini trucks. There's a lot of up and coming channels. I love mini truck Matt. What he does. There's so much out there, and you can go to shows and not see everything. Like at mini truck and nationals, and then I go on YouTube or I go on Instagram, IGTV, and I'm like, damn, I forgot. I didn't even make it to that corner because we were, you know doing our thing or walking around or talking to people. So I love YouTube. It kind of keeps me, um, you know, up on up on so much stuff as this landscape changes from, uh, you know, all the different medias. You should just be print. Now it's, you know, audio through podcasts. It's video stuff. It's, you know, it's still print with all time low magazine. And Mike, I want to just thank all time low magazine for the continued support. Uh, we tell you time and time again, if you go to ATL, magazine.com you can buy individual issues but mike what happens to those individual issues um they sell out so they sell out okay yes they sell out so what you want to do is get your subscription and when you get your subscription um you don't have to worry about it it always comes and you don't have to worry about trying to get to the website and ordering it because chances are it's going to be gone so get your subscription and you're good to go yeah, and spread the word like last week when we had Joey on from Majestics. Thanks again for coming on. You know, towards the end, if you guys listened, you heard that, you know, I had mentioned All Time Low Magazine to him. That's how the word spreads. And he's like, yo, I'm on the Lowrider side. Hadn't really heard of that. Cool. Thanks for letting me know. Sent him the link through Instagram. You can share a profile. You can share an image. And then he can go over and top the profile and see what they're all about. $20 per issue. But it's super thick. They've recently reinvested into higher quality uh, bindings and uh, paper, if you will. And uh, you can get um, the individual issues or a subscription, but it's atlmagazine.com. Follow them on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Really for many truckers, by many truckers, but they've expanded out and they have so much more great team behind them. Oh, wait a minute. You said thick. I thought we were talking about Georgia again. Or <laughs> you're talking about the. No, I said Vic. You you thought I said Oh, Vic? I thought you said my bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, because you like that Robin Thick guy. You like that one song that that one song he got sued about. That's one of your favorites, right? That real uh, catchy sure. song. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you know yeah, Robin Thick, right? That's your boy. Hey. Hey, I'm sorry. I got George on my mind. Blurred lines, man. I mean, isn't that your boy? You guys roll in the same circles, man. You wear those sunglasses like him and stuff. Yep. <laughs> have no clue who the hell you're talking about. But See, all right. Mike is not connected to the streets, man. You know what I mean? You're, like, connected to – I mean, I know, like, Mike, we got to get your outfit straight, like, in the next show. you got to have the dad, the white dad shoes, 
We got to oh, get you dude. a new. We got to get you a new. Um, you know, uh, case for your phone. On you know, n- nothing against guys that got their you know the phone right there on their hip, but you know, I know you, you got that Pro Max, and then you want to you want to have it right there, like kind of like a like a gun right in the holster, right? Yep, the, the clip. The clip, yeah. So you know, that's kind of your mo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, that is that is my deal. That is my deal. The scene updates brought to you by Garage Gear Clothing. Mike, garagegearclothing.com, I recently saw they had a promotion on shipping, or was that a promotion? When Ron was on last week, he was trying to tell me that there's no shipping, and I just cannot believe that they could do something like that. Is that true? Uh, Jay, I thought we've talked about this before, bro. There is absolutely no cost to Dude. ship your orders through garagegearclothing.com. Dude, I, I mean, nothing against people that I've had amnesia. I don't remember talking about that. Um, it's hard to believe that they've got stuff as low as $5 and it's no shipping. I just can't believe that. It, it's hard to believe, I know, but but it is true. So true. Yeah, and don't forget uh, Garage Gear, although they're on the rise with their Facebook and Instagram following, they're really hitting strides on YouTube and TikTok. So they're killing it. Go out there. They go to a lot of shows. I mean – we got to tell Lonnie and those guys and Crystal and Radar to kind of slow down a little bit, Mike, because they're starting to kind of surpass us. And I think the rumor on the street is if they keep if they hit enough shows this year, they might grasp past Tickmark Willie. You know Tickmark. Uh, uh, Tickmark will never be passed. That is that is not going to happen. So no no worries there, Jay. I promise you, no worries. And hey, Jay, don't forget he's got to go to all these shows. Because Lonnie's got that YouTube channel. And so, guys, <laughs> we want to see Lonnie get paid. So make sure you watch that YouTube channel from the beginning all the way to the end. It's only two minutes long. And I know you guys know all about two minutes um, because, uh, hey, Jay, it's Dizzy and his beautiful wife's anniversary. And we all know Dizzy's only going to last two minutes. So this is going to be the best two minutes of her 19 years of this anniversary. So, Congratulations and happy anniversary. Well, I think happy anniversary, but it's going to be a good two minutes anyway. You know what I'm saying? I think you spent way too much with strawberry shortcake up in Sevierville for the Spark Show. I don't know what it is. Ooh. You got way too many what details, night. man. What a, what a night that was, bro. I tell you, I will never forget that night. And um, uh, with that being said, the Spark Show just announced their new 2020, uh, 2022 dates. So be on the lookout for that. It's all over social media right now. Uh, so make sure y'all y'all get ready for uh, the Spark Show 2022 there in Sevierville, Tennessee. Yeah, and speaking of something, I want to reinforce that there's the Spark Show, Sevierville. Think of the Spark Show in Sevierville. That's where they're at. They're up there in August. Okay. We are just talking about our homie Tickmark, Willie, the Decorvers, Kim and David. Oh. Great people want to reinforce to, uh, to Mike's point a moment ago. They have a show that's in the other month that starts with an A, and that's April. Sparks in the Park, they have an event April 1st through the 3rd. Believe it or not, it's April 1st weekend, uh, April Fool's weekend. But Sparks in the Park show is going down, and of course, that's in the panhandle. Uh, really looking forward to that. But Mike, yeah, Tickmark Willie. I think if we all ba- if we all kind of can come together, we can grasp past him. Here's the thing: he's trying to do like a Deion Sanders. I heard he's going to go to one show, and then Kim's going to be at that show, and then he's going to helicopter in to another show because he's really trying to get all the mar- tick marks. 
And I'm just wondering if that's going to be legal in this OLP, the sanctioned book that we've got, you know? I mean, we'd have well, to, to we'd say, have to go to the code, you know? I hope you have a big enough binder to fit all these tick marks in this binder for him. Uh, because, yeah, Niceville, Florida is where you're going to see Sparks in the Park. Um, that's where the show is held, so make sure you guys are there next year. And it's no joke, guys. It's it's on April's Fool's Day. Yep. I can't wait. So, yeah, talking about the homies, um, you know, thanks again, Garage Gear Clothing. Zero shipping on all US of A orders. Okay, Mike, speaking of shows, uh, we kind of hinted at some of them there, but the key show updates, dude, I want to reinforce. Now, listen. I'm going to delete some of this out, Mike. Uh-oh. I know you've been really like, you know, trying to, you know, force me into like talking about some show in January. Listen, Uh-oh. I'm, if I got to get Jim Moore to, to reinforce to you, I'm, I'm down for the playoffs. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing in January. Hopefully with a rod back, I'm going to be watching the pack kind of leading through, you know, maybe a first round bye, kind of maybe I'm, I'm hoping for a divisional win you punch your way to the NFC championship and then you might be able to punch your way through there. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but you keep telling me about some show in Deltona. How do you say it? Um, Actually, that would be Ormond beach, Florida, sir. And it's going to be July 21st through the 23rd, 2022. It's going to be a car truck and audio show. They're at destination Daytona. And the name of that show is called Eastbound. Get down. Are you coming off the top awning deal? Are they going to allow that into, like, you're going to do a backflip into the uh, the big kitty thing where it, like, kind of the bouncy deal? Well, considering that there is a big fountain there, and it's got this big <laughs> pool inside this fountain, and our buddies over at LCD Podcast, you know, he likes to go play in, in these fountains, and um, he had an After Dark shirt on while he was doing it, so, man, Lee, I don't know. <laughs> thinking homie um so i gotta keep lee out of that fountain and out of that pool because it's restricted but what i thought about doing was just getting on one of the hogs you know they got the harley davison dealership right there and i'm gonna just haul ass across the parking lot in this thing come off the, the harley davison as you're driving it i'm jumping off your shoulders onto lee with a mm, flying elbow and uh i'm gonna put him into that fountain Ugh. Off the top, Jimmy Snooka fly Snooka, Jimmy Superfly Snooka style into the fountain. What do you think, dude? I think it's some weird stuff, man. I mean, but hey, you run your show. I mean, again, I mean, I'm talking Jim Mora. I mean, playoffs. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I do know, I do know two guys that are going to be there. The big homies, Mach One Media. Oh dude, yeah, Tucker, Jonathan, good people. Okay, Mach One Tuck. M-A-C-H number one, M-A-C-H number one. Type that in Instagram. There's three of them. There's Tucker. There's Jonathan, J-O-N, Jonathan. And then there's Mach 1 Media. Love what these guys do. I recently talked to them, dude. They said they're willing to hang out with a couple old dudes like we are, and like we are, and they're willing to come on the podcast. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking we can highlight some young cats. We're going to have Solomon on. Solomon's younger than me and you, or you and I. Uh, these guys, we, we got to get them on soon, man. They've been on the list. Mach 1 Tuck. Mach 1 Jonathan. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like you said, man, 24, 25 years old and, and doing uh, doing some real big things. Uh, it's really good to see. Yeah, you had a whole other 
career when you were that age. I heard you were running in some circles, and that was when the VHS game was like, like you know, before the DVDs popped off. I heard you were well, like kind of the master P of selling about the trunk, and I don't even know what that really meant. Well, do you remember that Columbia House? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. It used to be the Columbia House King, dude. Telling you, I would order and order and order CDs off of that. Like, no tomorrow. Nobody's business. C- wait, I CDs have... code code for the VHS tapes, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, reams instead of wheels. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and, dude, I used to take those CDs. I used to, I had four other brothers. So I'd use all their names and I'd, you know, put the addresses on there and, and, all these free CDs, and I would turn around, and take them to high school, and sell these motherfuckers. Man, it was man. awesome, dude. You were hustling back in the day. I mean, I knew that you, you know, you know, you probably had kind of like the black, the black sheep CD. You remember the choice is yours, and you know, you had all. I mean, that was when you were starting to really become a hip hop artist, man. I mean, supposedly from what I heard, Shannon was telling me all this. You know, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but um, Mike the yeah. Just a few show updates, um, and I, I can I can confidently say that because this weekend is Small Town Throwdown over in St. Cloud. Mike, are you going to gallivant up there? And I mean, dude, we we've got to get an official ruling. Are you going to be representing OLP, or are you going to be representing the show that you just talked about? Because I mean, dude, I mean, all the Airhead Nation keeps hitting me up, going, "Where's Mike?" And I go, "Well, listen, we've got to." I've got to, um, you know, uh, enforce sanctions on you. Like if, if, you know, if, if the photos aren't flowing, you know what I'm saying? Well, actually there will not be any representation of anything. Um, because <laughs> oh, shit. I will, be, I will be there, but it will be a very short time because I got to pick up some stuff. I got to drop off some stuff. Dude. My daughter turns 21 this weekend, um, so we will be at... Um, we'll pick Ashley uh, up and take her over there, man. I mean, you can't <laughs> leave your boy Matt hanging. Dude, Matt's going to be... I mean, I'll uh, edit this part out. I mean, he will he won't hear this, but, dude, he's not going to be happy, so I'm just saying, you know. I mean, hopefully yeah. he's got the OLP giveaways. At least he can maybe raise some money for the good cause they're doing that he just talked about. You know what I'm saying? Well... I met up with Matt and already gave him and his lovely wife, Michelle, um, the OLP um, giveaway items. So they already have those. Uh, so that was taken care of. And I will be going by, dropping some stuff off, picking some stuff up. Uh, and uh, then I got to get back to, uh, to uh, uh, we will be at um, uh, Universal Studios on Saturday. And Friday is Epcot, and then Universal Studios is uh, is Saturday. We got Halloween Horror Nights um, Saturday, so Gala I will be busy. Van. With- yeah. van. But twenty one, yeah. dude. I I mean, I can't give you too much of a hard time for that one. Oh, that's hey. Let's let's hear it, man. Because no, um, man, I wouldn't do that uh, to Ashley. I mean, I would do that to you. But you know, exactly. Ashley, mean you know what I'm saying? We go way back. She, you know, she she exactly. you know she's cool. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, to be 21 again, brother, I tell you what. I'm telling you. Well, if you're out going to be out in St. Cloud, make sure you check the hashtag. Uh, if you're there and you're posting photos, hashtag small town throwdown. We'll be tagging them with any photos that we see. I told the homie I, I really wish I could be there, but I had this u- unique opportunity to go out to Cali. Going, going, back, back to where, Mike? Cali, Cali. Boom. Uh, Slam Fest, you know, you'll hear. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit before the audio. 
uh, comes in, want to reinforce 9th and 10th of October. Many of you have hit me up to say, hey, I want to fly in, I want to drive in. October 9th and 10th, SlamFest30 hashtag for more. Of course, it's minimadness.com. You can pre-register right there. Super simple. Tampa, Florida. Uh, SEMA, we talked about. That's the first week in November. The week after SEMA, you have Laying at the Lake. This is in Grapeland, Texas, the uh, 12th, 13th, 14th. The homie hit me up. They've been doing great with the pre-orders for the pre-registration, rather. So they're doing fantastic stuff there. And then Mike Bayou Showdown is that following week. So uh, a lot going on there. Uh, we, I do need to take some time. I've been saying this. I need to refresh the OLP calendar going into next year because you know we have those Lone Star Throwdown dates. We have the Orange Beach Invasion dates. You mentioned um, the Spark Show, which is in August. Sparks in the Park, of course, April. So a lot of that stuff is already kind of coming together. we got to figure out what we can and what we can't go to next year. But rest assured, we'll be bringing you guys exclusive content from all of these different show promoters. And um, the video on OLP's YouTube channel will continue to stay on the rise. Uh, yeah, hey, you saying that there. Uh, let's emphasize that you talk about what we can and what we can't. Um, we're pretty much already uh, dedicated what we can do for next year. Um, we'll, but we'll, we will release that later because I know we've had um, guys, show promoters, reach out to us. Um, we, ha- we have had to cut back. Um, because of you know schedule and and um, whatnot so um, but what we want to do if we can't make it to shows is we do want to highlight shows and we do want to put the word out for the shows and help you know uh, get the word out for the shows to you know to promote the shows so definitely reach out to us that way but just so you know everybody's clear and and uh, you know heads up um, that our our actual vending at shows is going to be uh is going is going to cut back uh, next year. Yeah, and then uh, so, we're yeah. going to continue the online piece, which is going to be huge. But what Mike's trying to say is, if you're a Sons of Anarchy fan, you know he's starting his own kind of like <laughs> a, you know uh, production company, like Kara Kara, what Jackson then were running on the Sons of mm-hmm. Anarchy deal. So, so Mike, I mean, I was kind of offended that you know I wasn't uh, you know asked to be a partner in all this. I guess it's just you and Big John, you know. So. Saying with his Escalade or at Jimmy's running customs, I mean, I guess I I just don't get a piece of the uh, the adult deal you guys are working on. So is that? Oh, I, I had thought. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize that was that's a joke, right? I can't remember uh, well, where I'm at. <laughs> well, actually, um, it was it was Shannon and Kim that started that production company. Oh, yeah, it's even better. <laughs> yeah, we were allowed to to you know they pretty much put it on us as we were the ones that you know are doing it um but it's really them and ah. uh, yeah so i was just lucky enough to to be you know involved with it that's all real deal love it uh if you can go out to minitruckfilm.com this section the key show updates brought to you by the west coast influence and believe it or not it's just minitruckfilm.com you can order the blu-ray or dvd this is a mini truck inspired film Radar, spend his own money. You can go out there again, Blu-ray, DVD, or custom die casts available. The trailer is actually on their main webpage, minitruckfilm.com. Mike, we didn't get a chance to really uh, go into uh, Joey's show, Attitude Check. I really appreciate what he does. You know, you know, he's been doing this. I want to say it was the ninth year, 
And yes, uh, I don't think he gets enough credit. Everybody that I heard that went to the show had a good time. So I'd love to get Joey on within the next week and talk a little bit about it. But Mike, lay down a promo for the Get Decked, man. Because I tell you what, is are, is the whole Get Decked on the rise or what? Uh, dude, it has been on the rise. And if you guys need any kind of skate deck, okay, and it doesn't matter if you need one, it doesn't matter if you need 100, okay, get with Joey over at Get Decked. And uh, he can make it happen for you. So, uh, Jay, go ahead and give them that uh, Instagram handle uh, so they can look them up on Instagram because everybody's on Instagram. So look them up and uh, get those. If you're a show, if you have a and if you have anything, a club, whatever you want, he can put it on a damn skate deck for you. So uh, hit up Joey and uh, and get the damn thing because, you know, you guys love those damn skate decks. And uh, so we got some more coming and we can't wait. Yeah, you could type in "get decked," you know, two words are together, and then on Facebook, "get decked" as well. And you're gonna see it pulls up Joey Dilworth. You can message him. Of course, it goes down in the DM. Uh, but seriously, if you have a photo, if you have some artwork from your guy or lady, um, in terms of show artwork, and you want to do maybe a top ten, maybe you want to do a raffle prize. I know our friend Jason Bell over at Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. Uh, he has done fantastic with some of the stuff that he's done with that amazing graphic disorder artwork but joey can take care of you guys if you want to get a gift for your significant other and put his or her vehicle on a deck on a snowboard you name it to hang in the garage the man cave the woe man cave reach out to them they'll knock it out the park but mike uh the podcast updates uh no new apple podcast reviews but if you leave one uh please please do that uh you can tap the five-star review you can also uh, go in there and tap and write a review, and uh, if you read, uh, if, if you leave that, we'll read that on a future episode. So we appreciate that. And then Mike, dude, we got this figured out. Ron's got some stuff going down, as we mentioned with his new pre-sale pre-order. But dude, we got something big coming on nine, nine. You know how I love dates, Mike. But we're super excited about this new one, man, aren't we? Oh, brother, uh, can't wait. And um, we have the proof. Um, uh, and let me tell you, <laughs> Graphic Disorder absolutely knocked it out of the park once again. And um, I just, this is exciting because um, it's got two, two females trucks on it. And that's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it really is. And we worked hard on this one, you know, the thought process and the things that we kind of go through. I tell you, Mike, it, it's something that's really just ingrained in the scene. And I don't want to give too much more about that. But, I mean, east to west, I think this one's going to be beloved. It's going to be able to uh, be morphed into some couple things. And uh, we got to just thank all the ladies out there. We've had many on. We've got to have so many more on. Both of these ladies have been on OLP. And um, we are super excited. They're great. They're two wonderful women that represent the scene, and uh, this shirt is going to be for men. It's going to be for the ladies. It's going to be for the scene, and you guys are going to love it. 9-9, nine, nine, just get ready. We're coming out swinging. I mean? 9-9, nine, nine, I love it. Love it. And, Mike, just to jump into the Airhead Nation updates, uh, this one, dude, I just want to take a break for a second and say, hey, shout out all the listeners, young, old, like Mike. Mike, you're getting older, right? Right. Dude, have a safe Labor Day weekend. 
You know, there's that little stretch between Independence Day here in the U.S., July 4th weekend, and then obviously over to the first Monday in September, Labor Day weekend. Mike, it is a good time. It kind of signifies like this in a lot of places in the U.S., the end of summer. But, dude, we're far from it, aren't we, down here in, F- in, in Flo- Florida? We're far from the end of summer. Uh, no, and what we're also far from over is damn hurricane season. And thoughts and prayers go out to all of our friends and family members and just everybody in that Louisiana area. So uh, hope, hopefully everybody, uh, you know, everything turned out okay for everybody and everybody's still, you know, everybody's good. Um, so uh, thoughts and prayers for all you guys up there in Louisiana. Yeah, 1,000%. And here we are having such a good time on this episode. But, you know, that was something, you know, I appreciate you bringing out, Mike, that we wanted to tie into this Airhead Nation uh, particular segment. You know, a lot of people are having, they they have different uh, situations going on, right? Depending on where you live, you have you know, the climate's been hot in certain areas, uh, obviously in the summer, naturally, but you also have the storms and you have, you know, just people, family members, we're losing people everywhere. So in all seriousness, as, as good as life can be, just know that, you know, your friends out there could be struggling, family members. And I encourage people just to, if you see folks um, that that you think might need to just have a phone call and just check on them, do that. Uh, one of my buddies where I always go to eat, uh, typically at lunch, his name's John, he's a good dude, and um, he told me the other day that he had a family member that was 48, beautiful woman, and she committed suicide, dude. And, um, you know, he told me not a lot about it, but I said, man, you know, is everything okay? And he said, well, she had three kids, one, you know, son 22, two teenage uh, teenagers, and she had posted like 16 hours before on Facebook, and all she said was, I love you all, Right. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, we see that kind of stuff all the time. But, you know, if you suspect anything or, you know, you have a family member or a coworker or whatever, man, like I would encourage you, like, if you think there's something, you know, ask that person, hey, are you okay? You know, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not an expert at this stuff. But I think we all know that it's like, you know, there's a lot of people going through things in life. And I just think it's important that we check on people. And, um, you know, mentally, a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff. This last year and a half has been nuts. No matter how you slice and dice it, we've lost people. Um, you know, we've lost people like our friends Ernie and and so many others like Greg. But I think Mike, that's the positive message. I think maybe I have for this week is just check on the homies, the chicas, the family members, the coworkers because shit's crazy out there, man. Uh, no, you are definitely right about that, and uh, I know it's a busy time. Um, I I've been extremely busy with uh, you know with my uh, home watch business. And uh, it's just one thing after another, it seems like. Um, but, you know, take the time to definitely check in and, and make sure, you know, uh, like you said, the homies uh, are doing all right. Yeah, and my closing thought on that piece was this kind of struck me when I was having lunch the other day and he told me this. And I was getting ready to leave and we ended up talking another five or ten minutes. And he goes, yo, over the weekend, Jay, you had shared a video um, when you were at your parents' house. And it was like, he goes, it was the perfect time. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you know, because a lot of times, like, you share a positive message. You know, you don't have the homies and pe- people chiming in like, oh, you know, that that's a great message or whatever. Because, you know, people are like, you know, people are people. They, they listen to it or they move on and, and that's it. But he was like, yo, you know, mentally I was going through a lot when I found this out about my family member. 
And he said it's just it's just a positive message, and I shared it on my BD94S10 Instagram. And really what it was is just have fun in life. Get out there, do the things you want to do. Obviously, we've all, like Mike, you just said, we all have responsibilities. We have the, the grinds that we have to go through and stuff. But um, when you hear from Solomon in a few minutes, I mean, dude, this guy's a young dude, but he's out having a good time. And he ran into some huge hiccups, and he could be down on life, but he's happier than ever, you know? So, you know, we all have different situations, different money, different this, different that. But listen, man, some of the people that I know that have the least amount of money in life have more fun than anyone I know. So get out there and enjoy the stuff you you um, love doing. But I guess the other piece is, you know, talk to your loved ones. You know, get to know them. You know, my dad started typing and writing all kinds of stuff that was in his head that, that he wanted the family um, you know, certain things that he wanted us to, you know, to remember or things that like I never knew, like when he started his first job and, you know, the things he went through in life, kind of like a journal, right? Um, you know, he's like, I'm writing my memoirs, you know, I'm writing this stuff. And and um, I learned a lot through reading a lot of that stuff. So, you know, encourage, you know, your family members to write stuff down as they get older. Maddie's grandfather just turned 91 last month. Dude, the guy's still out, drives around, just bought a new Cadillac, you know, just enjoys life gives me a lot of hope that, you know, I'm not yet hopefully at my midlife crisis. So, dude, just do what you do, have fun, and enjoy life. Uh, well said, my friend. Well said. And, uh, um, I mean, hey, because uh, we, we all know life is way too short, and uh, you never know. You know, you're, you're, definitely not, uh, you're definitely not guaranteed tomorrow. That's it, man. And I think that's all I got. I mean, again, we might have John – Hopefully, John Turner, a little bit of audio from him, 10, 15 minutes, talk about Trucks and Cheeseburgers coming up in a couple weeks. It's on Sunday. And then, of course, we've got Solomon Lunger. Again, he's got a huge cult following. Don't want to give too much away. You guys can listen to that. But, Mike, I think with that being said, I just want to thank Colorado Custom Wheels for the continued support. They have great products. Go to coloradocustom.com. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. It goes down in the DM. Hit up Michael and team. They will take care of you. I think that's all I got, man. Hey, with Airhead Nation, with that being said, we are at you. And Mike, when I change the number next week, don't be dialing in, dog. Hey, good luck because <laughs> my source is pretty damn good. That's all I can say. All right. Be safe, y'all. See ya. Yo, yo, as I mentioned at the beginning, you got big juice, man. What's going down, John Turner? Good, man. How's it going? How you, how you been? Man, everything's good, dude. I Always good to link up with you, bro. You've been doing this truck stuff, man. We've had John before, man. It's, I mean, dude, we're not getting any younger, are we? <laughs> no, that's for sure. But uh, we're still getting to, you know, we get better with it, better with age, right? Yo. So we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, and good. Uh, keep it going here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Well, there's two things we know that you love. One st- starts with the T, that's trucks, and one starts with the G, and it's cheeseburgers. And you've obviously uh, continued your kind of yearly, I'll call it a gathering. You've continued that throughout the years. Uh, trucks and cheeseburgers is coming up, man. Uh, what can you tell us about this upcoming event here in a few weeks? Yeah, man. So uh, just coming up in just over two weeks on September 19th. It's going to be the, I guess we'll call it the third annual since I kind of had it last year. 
uh, trucks and cheeseburgers picnic is what I call it. That's my little take of uh, cars and coffee. But you know, I, I, I'm not a morning person, so I like doing <laughs> you know, afternoon things. So that's why I like cheeseburgers in the afternoon. So um, you know, I did the first one in 2019. It was a bit a big success. Uh, and then last year we weren't really able to do it because of the pandemic. I just kind of turned it into a a cruise night thing at a, at a country bar. But this year, you know, it's going to be a lot bigger, a lot better. Uh, back at the Okahili Park in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, the Micanobi. Uh, I keep wanting to say my canopy, but it's Micanobi. Right. Micanobi uh, Pavilion, same place it was in. It was in June of 2019. Anyone that came out, so same exact spot, same exact picnic, same exact uh, park. Excellent. And and the cool thing is, you know, we're, we all live in this social media world. Um, you know, John's going to hit on some of the key things. I would ask that. Many of you are on Facebook, you're on Instagram, look up trucks and cheeseburgers. As soon as you type in trucks with an S and then you start typing and, it's going to pop up. Now, I also want people, maybe new listeners to know, I mean, you've been doing this event a long time. Obviously, you kind of had a different naming convention before and you've switched things up. So really, even though it's a third annual event, it's something that you've been doing. I mean, do you remember approximately what year you kind of started doing it? Uh, we actually did the first one at Okahili Park was in 2002, I believe it was. Me and uh, Bruce Rivera, you know, rest in peace, uh, local minis, uh, when we had local minis West Palm chapter, that was the first one me and him just did ourselves, 2002, 2003. Uh, we did two or three of them, and then we skipped a year, kind of when local minis broke up, and then... Uh, we we were planning it. Uh, actually, we did it in 07, and then that was the year he passed. A few months later, and uh, we've been we did it every year from 07 to 2018 or 2017. Till basically, I, I, I stopped the local minis bit, you know, and 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 that's when I joined Relaxed. So we took a year off, um, and then 2019 is when I kind of switched it to my UN Low Trucks brand. And did uh, the UNLO trucks, uh, trucks and cheeseburgers picnic. But yes, so it's been at the same park since, you know, almost 20 years now. It seems like, boy. Yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, and I'm glad but, you uh, broke it down. It's Okehealy Park. I can never say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okehealy Park. So again, just, just Google that. It's on Forest Hill Boulevard, right by the Turnpike um, in West Palm Beach, Florida. So Okehealy Park, Micanobi. Pavilion, I can't even say that word. Um, but uh, yeah, so look at that. Again, like Trucks and Cheeseburgers Picnic on Instagram. Trucks and Cheeseburgers Picnic, like an event page on Facebook. Um, or, you know, there's links on from the UNLO Trucks Instagram or UNLO Trucks Facebook page also. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you mentioned your dear friend, Bruce Rivera, rest in peace. You know, it was July 10th, I think, of 07. We, unfortunately, that's yeah. a celebration we don't want to, uh, you know, have to have to go through each year but obviously we want to celebrate his life and uh you know you've always done a great job bob on the couch as well and some others and mm-hmm. and um but you know rest in peace to those guys and um you know it's been good that you've been able to carry on again you love trucks you love cheeseburgers boom i loved when you first came out with the name of this i was like hey i'm down with that because i'm also not even though I get up early during the week, probably like you, when Saturday or Sunday rolls around, everyone's like, "Oh, we're gonna be at trucks or we're gonna be at uh, cars and coffee at you know six thirty in the morning." I'm like, "I'm not," because I, I don't know what it is on the weekend. Like, I kind of don't want to get up that early. 
That's my thought too, man. These these guys could have. I mean, God bless them. You know, good for them. You know, it's the the one we have in, in West Palm is a great event. You know, I I know the guy that puts it on, um, and it's it's great. It's a huge event, and and every once in a while I'll go to it. But man, I just can't go every month. I you know you gotta you gotta be there at seven eight a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's just that's just not me. So I don't do that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So the key things, right? You know, there's when you think about the event, right? There's no fee to get in. Talk to us a little bit about the logistics. Um, I think some of that is continuing to improve each year. So when they get there, do they have to pay? Where do they park and that kind of stuff, John? Yeah, no. So it's completely free. Like there's not even a charge to get in the park. I know some parks charge a couple of bucks per person or per car to get in. Uh, Palm Beach County parks they don't even charge to get in. So the the park is completely free. Uh, you're gonna go in. I like to just go in. Into the into the park from Oak, from uh, Forest Hill Boulevard and look for my canopy pavilion, McAnobie Pavilion. It'll be on your left. Um, there'll be a, you know a big sign, and then there's a huge circle that goes all the way around the pavilion. It's a big grass area in the middle with the pavilion, and uh, there's parking on both sides of the. It's a one way road, um, and there's parking on both sides. I think there's about a hundred parking spots. I think I counted them a couple of years ago when I was there. So in 2019, that's all we had was basically those those hundred spots. And it filled up, and then they were parking people. Park rangers came, and they were parking people like at the next pavilion and walking them down. Well, this year uh, I got a special events permit, so I can do more things. So there's in the grass area in the middle. There's a gate to get into that. Uh, so they're letting me use that. So you know, obviously I should have say this, but don't tear up the grass. Don't do anything stupid. But right. people are going to be allowed to park in the grass in the center area now. Um, And so what we'll have, um, I'm going to have like a 10 by 10 tent or, you know, we got, we got shirts. Uh, I got banners this year, uh, with the, with the, with the event artwork, you know, the artwork from a graphic disorder, they always do awesome work. And so we're limited, you know, the food, I usually buy about 150 hamburgers and like 75 hot dogs. Um, and then some sodas, bottled water, stuff like that. Thanks to, um, you pull and pay of West Palm. They, they sponsor the food. They sponsor you know, the, the cost of the pavilion and stuff. Uh, they're, they're great guys. And, um, he and Carlos and them actually helped me cook two years ago, hoping, you know, they're, they're coming back again this year. So I don't have to do everything, you know, cooking's fun, but it's a pain when I'm trying to do everything else too. So, uh, looking forward to those guys helping me out. And, um, and we also offer, you know, if anyone wants to bring, you know, chips, like I, I buy some stuff, chips, but if anybody wants to bring any kind of sides, um, or desserts or something to share, you know, you're more than welcome to, we, uh, that's always appreciated, but you know, don't, don't feel, you know, that you need to just come out. You know, it's, I, I always say, Hey man, it's just come hang out, talk trucks, look at trucks, hang out with your friends for a couple hours on a Sunday afternoon. That, that's all we're looking to do. Man, I love hearing it. And it's awesome that, you know, you've been doing this truck stuff for such a long time. It's it kind of seems like to me, it's a way for you to give back, but there's a, there's a rich history of a lot of clubs down there. You mentioned a few, but that's one thing I like about going down to that area because you're going to see guys that you know may not you know with families and things like that they may not be able to go to a lot of shows and, and whatnot. But it's a good mix of a lot of different people, um, you know, different clubs, even some different genres. You know, low rider guys come through, so I always love kind of seeing that. Now it looks like from Facebook you mentioned you pull and pay West Palm Beach. Of course, your uh, big cartel. Why don't you plug that page? Can people buy the show shirt there at the event, or is it going to be online? And how does that work? If you have leftovers, do you sometimes post them? 
Yeah, they're actually on there right now because I, I had done a pre-order uh, beforehand, and I, I just got the shirts like last week from Graphic Disorder. So all the pre-orders have been shipped out. I shipped them out over the weekend. So it's youaintloadtrucks.bigcartel.com is the website. Um, I have uh, the C10. I had a C10 crew cab shirt made like a year ago. There's some of those still I have it, you know, in stock are, are on the website. The event shirts, I have some hats. Um, and I actually just ordered some Arctic 30-ounce uh, tumblers, too, with the logo etched on them that are going to be here in time for the show. And I made one with the Ewing Low Trucks logo on the on the front, and then the Picnic logo uh, is on the back. And I'm going to give that away for best truck. Like, it's not a show. There's no judging. There's nothing. But I like to go around and just pick basically one truck that I like the best. May not be the, you know, may not be the best best truck have the most detail or the most this or the most that, but it's it's the truck I like there the best, and yeah. that's what I pick. Yeah, it's your event, so, uh, you know, and you, yeah, you want to so do year, something. Right, so I always like to do a little, you know, something. So I was getting these the, the tumblers made, so that, that'd be cool because then they can use in the future. It's not something, I mean, you can put it on the shelf if you want, but it's something you can actually use if you want to also. So I uh, said so that that's being made. So I haven't, I, I got the proof of it. I haven't got it yet, but uh, as soon as I get it, I'm going to post a picture of it. So that's pretty cool that I got that. Excellent. Yeah, I love love hearing that. Uh, the great thing is you've kind of reinforced there's really no cost. I mean, if somebody wants to bring out some potato salad or whatever to have with their crew or whatever, hey, they could do that, I'm sure. Yep. The, you know, the event's free. We've established that. Of course, you know, kind of looking at, based upon Facebook, about a five-hour deal Sunday, September 19th. Um, some folks, including I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to maybe try to come down on Saturday. You know, some guys I'm sure will be getting together and that type of stuff, but there's no official like kind of pre-party on on Saturday because obviously Sunday's going to be a long day, I would imagine. Yeah, some of us get together on Saturday afternoon, uh, go to dinner or something like that, and uh, stuff like that. Just in, I try to get everything organized and loaded in the truck, you know, Saturday, so less to do on Sunday. But um, yeah, so the picnic itself is Sunday, it's about eleven a.m. I put eleven to four, I think, on the thing. Um, so that's, that's usually, we usually fire up the grill around noon, start cooking, you know, so just, again, just come hang out for a few hours and uh, and hang out. Yeah, good stuff. Now, you did mention earlier, obviously, for those that don't know, if you're a new listener, uh, John, uh, he also has, not only does he have the trucks and cheeseburgers, but you mentioned the You Ain't Low brand. Uh, you can just type in Y-O-U Ain't Low Trucks all together uh, love seeing what you're doing over there. Uh, before we touch upon that, um, anything else that you want to hit on with the trucks and cheeseburgers picnic? No, I guess, like I said, just, just come out and hang out. Is there anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So the, you ain't low trucks, obviously you've been doing awesome stuff over there. And, um, what's, um, what's kind of one thing that you're seeing out there in the truck world that, 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 that you appreciate right now, um, I mean, there's just so many trucks, right? But, um, yeah. you know, is there one trend that you're seeing or anything that's spinning in your mind? Because I know you're always looking to build trucks, right? I mean, you always want to have yours, you know, kind of the next level and stuff. Um, anything, you know, that you're seeing out there that's really kind of piquing your interest? Uh, I'm actually loving the fact of, you know, uh, like you guys coined, minis on the rise, man. I love the <laughs> mini trucks are coming back. Um, you know, that was my first truck when I was 16 was a B2200. And uh, I've always been a Mazda guy. Uh, I have, I have. Um, if people don't know, I have a Mazda Proceed Marvy, which is the SUV version of that that was never imported into the United States. 
Uh, as far as I know, it's one of three in the country. Um, and uh, it'll be at the picnic. Come hang out. Check it out. Um, and I actually bought a Datsun 720. Not a Nissan, a Datsun, the original one. It's an 82 <laughs> diesel. I haven't done anything to it yet. I'm probably going to bring that to the picnic, too, just to have it there. Um, but I want to do, like, an old school uh, with, like, some 15 by 8 wheels to stick out in a dump bed. Uh, probably going to work on that later this year and have it out for maybe a couple of shows next. Kick ass. Um, yeah, just, just a couple of tricks. I got my, got my Ram that I want to bag. I'm on the list for Jimmy's. Uh, to probably do the RAM if I keep it long enough. I've had it about a year. I don't keep it up for that long. <laughs> yeah, your but, timeline's uh, <laughs> ticking. <laughs> um, so that's cool, we'll man. See if, if that happens, or I don't know. I think everyone's trying to convince me to sell that and buy a new Silverado because he's doing a couple of Silverados. You know, Jimmy's doing a couple of brand new Silverados right now, and uh, maybe get on the next wave of those in a year or so. But I haven't decided yet. <laughs> yeah, I was always a fan of your, I think it was the 2015, the black one. Really loved that yeah. truck. And it's still down in the south area. I think it kind of changed look, had a wrap for a minute, that type of thing. But that truck was always pretty cool. The So we talked about You Ain't Low Trucks. Now, you can follow John. It's original. So you got to type in original, the entire word. It always takes me a minute when I'm looking for it because I always want to type in uh, You Ain't yeah. Low. But if you type in yeah. original and then the letter U and then ain't, and then LO, you'll see his individual uh, personal Instagram. The 720 yeah. is is sick. The Marvy, I'm glad you brought that up because we had Redbeard on. What a great guy he is. And he's yeah. one of those other individuals that has one. I love seeing the photos. And you don't even really drive it that much, right, John? No. I mean, I wish I could drive it more Like, because I have a company van I drive. So, like, I don't drive anything to work. So like I, I feel I, don't know, I almost feel like I'm wasting sometimes because I have like three <laughs> trucks now and I don't drive any of them on a regular basis. Like yeah. I wish I could drive something more often, you know. Yeah, you're you're like I got to balance this out. You're like I got lots of cheeseburger, you know. I like cheeseburgers, I like trucks. How do I balance it? But um, yeah. <laughs> I did have a question for you about the Marvy when when that was imported in. I, yours was a little bit different than when we had Redbeard on because when he was on, he kind of talked about how he had moved from over there and that type of thing. And it's probably similar on the import piece, but was it like a pain to, to like be able to go get it registered and stuff or was that smooth overall? Uh, you got to get a broker. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you got to pay the, I don't know what, what's the word. I'm like, you got to grease the right people. Right. So it's like, you can't even do it yourself. Like I hate to say it like that, you know, but like, it's just a process that the government has that you got to pay the guy that knows how to do it, that has the paperwork, that has the license. So you just got to give him all the paperwork and then pay him his fee and then he gets it registered. Got it. You know, or gets, gets it through the, because they do it, if people are familiar, basically any car that's over 25 years old, you can now legally import as long as you do the paperwork properly. Um, so this thing's a 94, it was imported uh um in 2019 where right when it turned 25 years old so yeah so that that's all you gotta do like so you just gotta know the right people and, and it's anything you know you just, you just gotta know the process get the process done and, and it's not a big deal at all yeah my buddy he had uh my buddy tony he has those little i don't know you see him in japan all the time those little trucks with a bed on it i mean i want to call it a mini truck but it's not a mini truck as we know it it's it's mini it's mini yeah that's what they call them. Yeah, it's almost like a cab overlooking kind of yes. cab, little tiny things. Yes, I've seen those. I've seen them on because you know right-hand drive cars are 
more popular now. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of little dealerships that are importing them and, and selling them. And I follow a couple of people on Instagram. And then, yeah, they call them mini trucks. But yeah, like it, like you said, it's not what we consider mini trucks. But yeah, that's kind of what they are. He got <laughs> his through a guy in Orlando. And like he bought one that his family wanted one. So then they bought one. Well, then the paperwork wasn't straight on the other one. And they've been trying to like get the paperwork from the guy. And it's like a pain. So, but to your yeah. point, I mean, when you. If you have a smooth transaction, it's kind of cool. You mentioned that that rule. I don't know a lot about it, but I do know that it kind of opens the door a little bit. When I was at Relaxed in the Northwest, The Awakening, a couple years ago, the homie, uh, and he even brought it to Mini Nats this year. Uh, he had the crew cab uh, Izuzu pickup, the Holden, and I, you know, I just, I, you just see that. I mean, even just static dropped, you're like, dude. I mean, I could rock that every day. You know, it's so different. You just don't see that. And I love that we have a little bit more flexibility here. We're trying to, you know, bring those trucks over. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to get a crew cab Mazda pickup too, to kind of have the pair of them, I think would be really cool. I I stumbled across that 720, you know, like an hour from my house, which I can never find anything, you know, in South Florida. So from the original owners, that's why I bought it. I'm really a Mazda guy. So, uh, so my plan was to eventually, you know, probably next year, get a crew cab Mazda pickup, try to get one over here. Um, because this guy that imports them from Australia. Yep. So I was gonna, I was thinking about that in the back of my mind. So I'd have the pair, and then the, like I said, I stumbled across the 720, and it was just too clean not to buy. So I bought it. I'll probably play around with that, you know, and I'll probably end up selling that next year, and then maybe get the Mazda then. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on before next year. I'm gonna put it before the end of the year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but seriously, it needs a flex window. Those are the, those are the shit in those trucks. I love it. I, I always follow. I know your boy. Jay's got his brand. I love 720 uh, yeah. era brand. He's got a cool page too. And, um, you know, that's what I always think when I see those. But before we wrap up, dude, I did want to just, you know, let everyone know when you think about, um, you know, you've been doing this stuff a long time. Love that, you know, you guys roll together with Relaxed. But um, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, Relaxin Florida puts together Relaxin on the Ranch. And the event next week, John, keep me honest, is March Saturday, March 5th of 2022. So I know yes. you're looking forward to that as well. Yes. And we also do a little uh, combination thing on – so the Relax on the Ranch is only on – technically only on the Saturday. Right. But we're trying to encourage people to come for the weekend. So we do an event Friday night and Saturday night. So we, we incorporate, you know, because trucks and cheeseburgers is my thing. So we do a – Trucks and Cheeseburgers kind of welcome barbecue Friday night. Anyone that comes out to the show at River Ranch Friday night in the campground area, we we do a little cookout, you know, a welcome party. So to keep that in mind, you know, for relaxing on the ranch, definitely feel free to come out Friday night and then hang out with us and then do the show on Saturday. And then Saturday night, we've been doing a movie or River Ranch has a bunch of stuff. They have a cool um, rodeo that a lot of people do. So there's lots of events at, at Relax on the ranch at River Ranch too. It's it's a that's a fun weekend. We even though like I said, technically the show is only Saturday. We all go out for the weekend and just have a good time. Yeah, my goal is to come Friday this next year because you know it's like the last couple of years I come early Saturday and I love to drive over there. I mean it's just a beautiful part of the state. And then you know try to peel out and get home and it's like a long drive home. So being able to come out Friday, I mean there's camping options, there's RV options, yes. there's even hotel options, I believe, so, but. Yeah. You know, yeah, they have their own hotel right there on property. Yeah, it's just it's got it all. So, you know, kind of wanted everyone to know that although John's Trucks and Cheeseburgers event is getting ready to come up here on September nineteenth, 
uh, relaxing them as a group, as a chapter, they obviously put on relaxing on the ranch, and that's going to be March 5th next year. So we're looking forward to, to, to doing that. But, yeah, man, I'm glad we got a chance a little, a little bit to talk about your mini trucks because, um, you know, I know we, we've got this – we've all got this addiction to trucks in general, but you've always <laughs> yeah. done good with, like, mixing stuff up. You know, you've jumped to different brands and tried and built – and sold, and then, yeah. you know, you, you just love doing the stuff, and it's always good to sync up with you, John. Yeah, definitely. Always good talking to you, too. Yeah, and if we could ever get the guy from, if you've never watched Trailer Park Boys, Randy, he's the, he loves cheeseburgers. You know, he walks around with his shirt off all the time, <laughs> and he's always making cheeseburgers, and, like, somehow we need to get him to, to trucks and cheeseburgers one year, because I know he would love it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Anyways, Big Juice, man, it's always good uh, seek it up with you. Everyone go check out his pages, and, um, you know, we'll talk to you soon, homie. All right, yeah, thanks again. Yep, and we're on to the audio with Solomon Lunger. You guys enjoy the weekend. We out here. Yo, yo, and as I mentioned, we're getting ready to roll in here with audio. Would like to remind everyone that SlamFest 30, yes, the 30th anniversary of the famed SlamFest is going down this year in October, two months away or so, in sunny Tampa, Florida. Come on down the 9th and 10th of October. Make those plans now. Always beautiful weather, knock on wood, in October, and it's the 30th anniversary for SlamFest. You can check the hashtag SlamFest30 for more, or just search SlamFest on Facebook. Pre-registration is still happening. You can save $20, and that $20 is like getting a free show shirt. Go out there today, SlamFest on Facebook. Yo, 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 as I mentioned, man, super excited. We're going, going back, back to Cali. That'll tie in here. We'll jump right in with the big homie. Solomon, what's going down, my friend? What up, dude? Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, man. I tell you, you've been on our list. I know we synced up at Jimmy's Rod and Customs a while back. Seems like yesterday, world's changed a lot since then. But, man, I, I dude, I, I got so much I want to talk about. You know, the passion that you have. You're crisscrossing the country. You're a young cat. You're doing all the stuff you love. But, Solomon, why don't you just start and give a little bit of background, you know, on yourself? What's up, everybody? I am Solomon Lunger. Uh, let me see what what title should I give? I <laughs> I'm a autom- I'm a I'm a commercial automotive photographer. I've done tech editing, and then lately I'm more of an influencer and YouTuber with my my channel and all that kind of stuff. Um, but just someone in the automotive world been around it for a long time in a bunch of different stuff and now i'm just kind of enjoying trying to do it my way i love hearing it i remember seeing your name i want to say the first time kind of in in the pages of magazines and i was like oh that's a cool name right talk to us a little bit about where you grew up because i mean you're you're also a young cat too still yeah so i'm i'm 28 i was born in new york and we moved my parents moved to miami when i was five so I was pretty much raised in Miami, so you know all of schooling and everything was in Miami, and then that gave me like a like I feel like Miami has a very strong donk presence. Yes, so I really grew up around a lot of that, and that was actually 
pretty much how I got introduced into the automotive world was in the donk world. I was part of Swift Car Club and then just grew through that and then had a, had a little bit of a awakening. I kind of got out of the automotive um, photography stuff. Um, in the meantime, like I grew, I mean, I just skipped like five years worth of stuff I could go into, but I kind of grew out of that segment. I got into like real estate photography, got mm -hmm. bored, and then Mike Alexander became the tech editor for F100 Builders Guide. And me and Mike are homies, and uh, he did the first issue. And I think he did a good job, but he didn't really feature a lot of trucks that are very current. So I was, I, I already had started Ford there, and I knew all the Ford guys. So I was like, hey, man, let me help you out. So I kind of, by mistake, got myself back in and then like really fell back in love with the industry and got into the, you know, into the truck side of stuff. But it's kind of funny that I came from the donk world in a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike's been around, obviously, going back a long time with mini trucking and, and different publications. So pretty cool that you got a chance to link up with him. The the one thing I wanted you to give out is, you know, kind of earlier in the episode here, why don't you give out, uh, you mentioned Ford Era, uh, and then give out your Instagram, any social media stuff. That way, like if somebody's at home and they're listening right now, they can go out and check your stuff out as we kind of get, you know, diving in here a little deeper. Yeah. So my personal Instagram is Solomon Lunger. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-L-U-N-G-E-R. And then my my other one is The Ford Era, and that's where I post 1948 to 1997 Ford trucks. And, I mean, it's pretty awesome. I, I started it just because there was, a, like, all my friends had Chevys, and there was a bunch of Chevy pages, but I liked Fords, and there were no Ford pages. So uh, I decided to just start one and had no idea what it was going to turn into. Yeah, so we're talking about Solomon Lunger, obviously – uh, you know, he's mentioned he does a lot of freelance work, working under the F100 Builder's Guide umbrella and so much more. Now, something that you mentioned just now with Ford Era, this this brand, you know, to me it's amazing how you can start something and you can see it just flourish. And when I look at it, uh, Instagram, 195,000 followers. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the hustle that it's taken to get you to where you're at in terms of that brand? So of necessity, I actually started Unibody Union, which is my personal favorite types of Ford trucks, which is a 61 to 63 F100. And they're known as the Unibody because the cabin better one. Mm -hmm. So I started that and I was, I only posted, you know, those three years of truck, but people would always message me, Hey man, post up my truck. And it'll be a bump side or a dent side or a fat fender you know, not a unibody. And I, I just didn't have anywhere to put it and there was nowhere else to do it. So then I started Ford era and I was in college. I, I went to WyoTech. So like, you know, during class, you have a lot of time to be on your phone and screw around. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, going on Google or Facebook and seeing cool pictures of trucks and posting it and tagging the owners and, you know, just keep posting every day. I mean, I was probably... When I started, I bet I was posting at least 10 to 20 pictures a day on really? Instagram. Because, I mean, what else do you have to do? You're sitting in college, like, you know, getting lectured from the <laughs> teacher about, like, the combustion system of an engine. I mean, whatever it was, like, some days were boring, you know? Sure. And I just had tons of time. So I would be posting, posting, posting. And, you know, it was grow it would grow. And I never, I never thought it would actually be like something that I, it would be a business. I just thought that, oh, this is cool and fun. And I enjoy looking at all these trucks and what's the big, you know, I was, 
you know, so I was sitting in class and I just I had plenty of time to be posting and engaging and I didn't I, I never really kept track to kind of see how fast it was growing. I was just keeping up with it because there was something that would take up my time and you know, help me from being bored and just sitting around not doing anything. So I was posting all the time. Then, you know, so when I got back home to Miami, you know, I just, I kept up with it every day. I was still posting and I kind of made it a point to like, back then, I think I was doing like minimum three a day. I would uh -huh. be posting. And one of the things that I think that I found successful that a lot of people didn't do was I would tag the people that owned the trucks. Sure. I don't know why so many pages don't want to tag the owners. The way that I felt was like, I'm, if I tag the owners, they're going to look at the page see hey this is a cool page they post cool trucks and then they're going to want to follow you know and other pages they never want to tag the owners because like they wanted to get paid to you know tag people and i i never wanted to get paid for this stuff so like i still till today like i don't charge people you know yeah, like if sure. a company wants to do an ad for them like that's different but like a regular person's like hey man you know check out my truck that's just how it is you know yeah exactly so I think having that mentality and just being lax about it and really just doing it for fun and not having an end goal, I think really just helped it. And then being passionate about it and, you know, do it. I mean, it's been like since 2015, so six, almost seven years, I guess. Um, you know, so it's, it's definitely been a grind and there's been times where it's like, it's, it feels like a job only because, you have so many things you have to do and then it's like, oh, I need to post on Instagram. And people think like, oh, it's easy. Just post on Instagram. But it's like, no, you got to find a good photo. You got to, you know, make sure the caption's on point and make sure everything, the hashtags are good and all these stuff. And, you know, it's it takes 20 minutes, half hour. And sometimes you just don't have 20 minutes to spare and you got to do it anyway. So I, I'm not like complaining about it. I, I really enjoy it. I'm just saying like, sure. you know, that's sometimes it, it does become tedious. Yeah, and and I think people forget, like you said, it's if you're kind of OCD, like I know I am, you kind of you you want to post a certain way, right? You want a certain photo, you want to you know have a good caption, like you said. You don't want to, you know, some people probably can just wake up and be like, boom, screenshot and post it. But for me, it's like a little bit deeper than that. Uh, like C10 Vatos, for instance, love them, Joe and and the team over there, and you know they're about 132,000 followers, and obviously. You know that you look at their content. I remember when he was on C10 Talk a long time ago, and, and Joe was talking about how you know you get all these DMs from people going, "Hey, post my stuff," and you're like, "Man, that's not really a type of photo." Like we have a a quality that we have to our page, right? And that's one thing yeah. I've always noticed with what you do. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Now I want to give a shout out to my buddy Tom down south, Tom Bennett. I forget if I don't know if you ever met him. He's he's got a Lincoln. About ass sixty five. He's got a, a Cadillac a convertible, but he's also into the F one hundreds, and he has a, a unibody that he's built. Oh, with. he's doing the unibody with a GSI chassis. Yes, yeah. Look at you, man. Yes. You, know, so you, I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know him, but I definitely know the truck. I've been following it on on Instagram. I don't know him. I just like I follow his Instagram. Yep, yep. I've been keeping keeping tabs on it, basically waiting for it to get closer. Yeah, he's a cool dude. So we'll have but to. I think he's up in like Palm Beach, right? Yeah, right around that area, and um, anybody yep. can follow him. L i n c six five. Obviously, that was uh, one of his builds, Link the Lincoln. But yeah, man, I mean, that's the cool thing. How just that you can tap on a hashtag and you can find you know everything that you love in the world, can't you, man? Exactly, and 
it's amazing how like Instagram really makes people so close. I mean, it, obviously there's, you know, bad stuff, you know, politics and whatever, but like in the Ford truck world, dude, I have like best friends that live in Washington state that I never would have met in my entire life without Instagram, you know? And like, I talk to some people every single day and I've never met them in person. That's sick. And yep. it's, you know, and then we go to LST and we meet up at LST and it's like, Oh shit, I've known you forever. You know what I mean? And then we just have a great time and we chop it up and it's pretty cool. And I feel like we're lucky in the, in the truck world because we have so many shows we get to kind of really see people in real life. And I think these days there's so many people that are so secluded that that's something cool that we have. We have that, that family and kind of like that community behind us. Cause like I, I had the craziest week last week, you know, and without the truck community, dude, I would have been stranded and like really it wouldn't have been that great, but you got a family and a community behind you. It really feels good. And it's awesome. And it's not just the Ford world. I mean, I see it with anything, with the mini trucking world. I mean, I think just trucking in general, like we're just, we know what's up. Yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's a community. We're willing to help each other out. And I do want to talk about some of your recent trips. I, I would remind everyone, uh, Lone Star Throwdown, as we were talking about LST, LoneStarThrowdown.com. You can pre-register 2022. That's the 11th annual event. Of course, Conroe, and that's the uh, last weekend in February. And don't forget, they're not letting they're not letting scalpers this year. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so they're not. Miles. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully, you're not going to see those you know sixty dollar tickets on idiots trying to sell them for five hundred bucks. Yeah, because Mike Murray was been supposedly bought like a hundred of them, and he's got like he's got Super Bowl tickets and he's got LST tickets for sale. I'm like Mike, I mean, come <laughs> on, man, <laughs> come on, Mike. But um, Dude, I got I got two tickets because hopefully I'll have two trucks that I can take out there, and if not, I'll give one to a homie. You know what I mean? There you go, man. Pay it forward. Yeah, because the pre-registration sixty bucks. I mean, you get two bands, and then I think they used to do. I know one year I was one of the first like fifty or a hundred, and then you got the goodie bag. So yeah, you just can't go wrong, man. Yeah. Plus, they do that shit does sell out. Like, come around Christmas time, you <laughs> yeah. can't even get a ticket. Yep. Yeah. Like right now, anybody can go buy one, but like people sleep on them, you know, and they're like, oh, LST's in February, but don't sleep on LST, bro. You need to buy a ticket. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm telling you. But um, you hinted at this, you know, the, this, these hiccups, as I'll call them, that, that you kind of had a little bit. We always see the good stuff with a lot of social media pages like, oh, I'm traveling, I'm traveling. Uh, my friend Frank, my boy um, over at Custom Life on YouTube, like, he does a good job of kind of documenting, like, well, shit, we broke down. We got a flat, whatever. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the trials and tribulations you recently had in the in the awesome rig you got. So I'll, I'll just preface it with a little bit of a background on the, on the channel. Just everything will make a little more sense that way. So last May, May 2020, I picked up Goldust, which is my 1970 F-250 crew cab. And it's sitting on a 96 Ram 2500 chassis with the 12-valve Cummins. And a 47 RE. So I, me and my best friend flew to Idaho and uh, bought the truck. Like literally got off the airplane. The guy met us at the airport with the truck, bought it, and drove 3,000 miles back to Florida. So that that's what kicked off my YouTube channel. Um, I recorded. It was a week long trip. I recorded every day, and um, I would, you know, we'd drive and then we'd stop into some shops. And I, at the time, I was still doing um, photography work with uh, with street trucks and a 400 bullets guide so i stopped in did some photo shoots met some friends and 
just had you know a nice trip home uh no rush very fun so i i started just with that recording the trip and then when i got home um you know started upgrading the truck so i i would you know make videos of whatever i did and then i go to you know a lot of f100 specific shows and um, a lot of my friends have cool F100 trucks, so I would do show coverage, and then I would do features on my friends' trucks. And then um, I also go to a lot of the factories, and uh, I would do videos of the factories, kind of mm-hmm. showing it off. Like, I've done, like, you know, TMI or a bunch, you know, I've yeah. done a bunch of different factories. And I, I just find it fun to kind of see behind the scenes. And then a lot of vlogs. So the vlogs are me traveling. So, like, in 2000. From May 2020 to May 2021, I put 50,000 miles on that truck. Damn, the crew cab, the lifted rig, man. Yes, sir. So it, it was it was a very reliable truck, and um, that was because I left it exactly how I bought it. Didn't really mess with it, and it was stock for a very long time. Um, but when I bought it, the guy that built it, his name is Jimmy at Old Iron Diesel, and uh I had him before I bought it. I reached out to him. He wasn't selling it. His customer sold it, but I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, the customer lives near you. Can he bring the truck to you? So you can just tell me what's up with it. So he had the truck and looked it over and he told me that, you know, it's got a couple of leaks that aren't bad, but over time they're going to get worse. And you're going to mm-hmm. want to give them attention. Mm-hmm. So after 50,000 miles, I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm probably like started getting a little bit worse and, they weren't bad enough to where I couldn't drive it, but like it was annoying that my driver was covered in oil. And everybody's like, oh, it's a Cummins. That's normal. And it is normal, but it's annoying. Right. So I finally made the truck nicer. I lifted it, put new wheels and tires. And I was like, you know, I got some time and I had a little bit of extra money saved up. So I got referred to a good shop here in Miami and had them replace the seals just because I wanted to make sure the truck didn't leak. Sure. Um, didn't didn't need to, but it was more preventative maintenance. Unfortunately, not by the fault of the shop, something got into the system, uh, a little piece of debris, and it went to the check valves for the high-pressure oil system. So the check valve stayed closed. My truck was running for like 10 minutes with no oil pressure. Mm. I don't know why they didn't check oil pressure, but whatever. And it basically smoked the bearings because that's what happens. And I knew that it was a problem, um, but the truck was holding oil pressure. So, we, we, you know, we fixed it. We got oil pressure and everything. It was a lot lower than usual, but it was still good. And everybody says, you know, if you got oil pressure in the Cummins, you're good. Uh, all the seals were good. There was no leaks. There was no nothing. So he gave me, the mechanic gave me the truck back on Tuesday. I, I was supposed to be on Hot Rod Power Tour. That was what I was leaving for. Mm-hmm. Um, Power Tour started on Monday. Friday, when I went to pick it up, is when we had the issue. So then we didn't fix it till Monday, and he didn't give it back to me till Tuesday. So Wednesday morning, I leave on Power Tour so I could at least get there for Thursday and Friday and have a couple days of Power Tour. And I'm about 420 miles into the trip, and I pull over on the sign that says um, "Goodbye, thank you for visiting Florida," mm-hmm. right on the side of the, of the 95. And my truck's a four-wheel drive, but it's got Dodge axles, and um, it was really wet grass, so I got stuck. And I tried putting it to four-wheel drive, but I just lifted the truck, and they had the vacuum booster off. So the vacuum line that controls the locking hubs on a Dodge axle had a leak. Uh, so I was, 
I basically had a two-wheel drive truck stuck hardcore in mud because I, I knew it was four-wheel drive, so I wasn't carrying. Yeah. So I, I was stuck, and then AAA came, got me out, and then um, I was just on the side of the road, and I had, and I'm looking, I see there's oil leaking, like a lot of oil. So I shut the motor off, and I had AAA there, so I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I have my toes with them. So I'm like, take me to like a safer location on the side of the highway. So he tows me closer to Atlanta, and then I go and I start looking, and I'm like, oh, damn, this is like a real issue. Then I get another tow truck to tow me all the way to a buddy shop in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we tear into it, start figuring out what's wrong, and it was the crank seal. Apparently, by smoking the bearings and then driving it, I also smoked the crank. So now the crank has a little bit of play. And that little bit of play keeps popping the crank seal, which makes me leak a lot of oil. Yeah. We, it's like a domino so. effect. Yeah. If you follow Solomon Lunger, as he had mentioned, just how it sounds, you'll see you had tagged a photo in Atlanta. It, it's the one the one positive thing, and I saw some of the comments on here, like Vulcan Specialty says, dude, so bummed, but memories for years, I'm sure. The one challenge is when you have these breakdowns and you have these hiccups, we've all been through them, you do see, like what you said a few minutes ago, the the scene kind of comes together, right? The homies come out, lend a hand, um, everybody kind of contributes. That's what it seemed like. There was the camaraderie that came together. Absolutely. And it's never a, a good thing, but it does make for good content. So I, I was going to be daily vlogging anyways on the trip. So I actually put out a video every single day of uh-huh. what's happened. So like the day that it broke, you know, you see me in the morning getting an alignment and then leaving and then, you know, driving, everything's good and then getting stuck and, you know, filming all that. So that's, you know, if you go to the, my YouTube, you'll see that. Then the next day when we start, you know, diagnosing and fixing the issue that and then the day after that, diagnosing and fixing the issue again. And, you know, at the end of the day, we ended up not being able to fix it we changed the seal twice did everything we could but the shop that i went to wasn't a diesel shop and it's a crank and main you know main bearings that need to get redone so it's it's real work basically need to rebuild the motor at this point or get a new motor i'm not sure what i'm going to do yet um but i i flew back home and left the truck with the homies but i mean the community really did come together like when i broke down i had Mm -hmm. People reach out to me from everywhere, like, hey, man, anything I could do, you let me know. And then when I was in Atlanta, you know, trying to find a bunch of parts, same day to fix it is not easy. So I was calling around different buddies were like, hey, I got it. You know, I got this. You need this. I got that. You need that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I even had like I needed to buy a special uh, a special part that only Cummins sells at the Cummins dealer. Mm-hmm. And there happened to be a Cummins dealer like 60 miles away from where I was in Atlanta. And they were closing at four o'clock. And if we left the shop, we were not going to get to it till four ten. Uh-huh. So I post and I'm like, anybody in this area, someone's like, I'm in that area. So I had a dude go to the Cummins dealer and literally wait inside when they locked the doors and <laughs> wait for me. And I showed up minutes late and then he opened the doors for me because Damn. Cummins told me, they're like, we're not, we're not going to wait for you. Yeah. So he was like, either I'll, you know, he's like, I'll buy the part for you if you can't make it here or, you know, I'll just hold the door for you. And I ended up making their... I think I got there at 4.09 and he held, you know, he opened the door and they, it was locked. Like if you look at my video, it's actually locked and then he opened it. So like, like stuff like that, like that dude went out of his way, stopped, you know, he has a shop and, he, you know, he closed his shop and wasted a half hour of time just so that way I could go get the correct part. 
And that's the type of stuff that like is really cool about our scene. And then, um, I'm, you know, I, I wanted to get the truck towed from Atlanta to, uh, right North of Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm taking one of my buddies is going to do some sheet metal work while the truck is down. Cause I, I need to anyways, get some, you know, rust repair and sheet metal work done. Mm-hmm. And I made a post and I must've had 50 people be like, Hey man, I got a trailer you could take. I got a trailer. I got a trailer. I got a trailer. So it is awesome. Yeah, the advice I give people out there, if you if you are into the content business and you are you know looking to grow, when you have these hiccups and challenges and you break down and stuff like that, you know sometimes I, I know when I had recent blowouts with the homie Vic, you know there were things that you know you, you kind of you got the frustration going, you know you're on the side of the road, you know obviously be safe first and stuff, but if you have the opportunity to kind of vlog some of it and record some of it. You know, to your point, not everybody has the lifestyle that we have, right? Where we go to these shows and we drive. Like, I mean, you, you're talking about a lot more miles than I drove in a year to shows. That That is what people, you know, they tune into YouTube because they want to see. They want a little bit of insight into that lifestyle. And obviously, that's what you get when you're following your channel, right, Solomon? Yeah, absolutely. And it it is what it is. At the end of the day, like, yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, when I first got stuck in the mud... I didn't record right away. And then after like two minutes, um, I, it hit me. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm stuck. I should probably let everybody know because it's kind of funny that I've got a big four-wheel drive truck on mud tires. And I'm usually the guy that pulls everybody out of the mud. And I'm stuck in literally I'm five feet off the side of the highway. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm out mudding and, you know, somewhere hardcore and deep mud and all this. Like, I'm literally on the shoulder of the 95 just stuck in some wet grass yeah but just you know so i i at first it was like embarrassing like shit this truck is stuck in wet grass like i can't get out of this and then i'm like no let me show it because it's funny and it might not be funny to me now but it's going to be funny after i get out you know sure and i always think like that and like after i found out that the motor was smoked i was happy that that's all it was because i'm on a i was it was going to be a five thousand mile road trip and anything could happen. A tractor trailer could hit you. You could go off the side of the road. Your pitman arm could fall off and you lose steering. You lose brakes. Anything in the entire world could happen. Only thing that happened is I lost oil and my motor is bad. Like, that's pretty good in the, you know, in, in the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. 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 I'm healthy. I'm okay. The truck is fine. So, like, people are like, I can't believe you're smiling after all that happened. I'm like, I'm smiling because it could have been so much worse. Like, okay, it sucks. And I've got a pretty packed schedule and the truck was supposed to be going to a bunch of shows and it might be missing a bunch of shows. And it, it is what it is. But, like, I'm fine. I'm healthy. The truck's fine. Like, it's materialistic. And I think that's that's definitely one of the things that helps me be able to do the content when it's not that great. I mean, this is definitely the worst thing that's ever happened as far as my content. Sure. Um but it might, it might be a blessing in disguise, honestly, because what if I was supposed to get into a big accident and it was God's way of being like, no, don't go. Yeah. Or maybe this is the thing that'll, you know, help my channel keep growing. I mean, it's, it's been growing pretty good, but I don't know. People love drama because, boy, like these, the, the views on these last few videos have been way better than they usually are because it's, it's drama filled. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, F that guy, man. He's going to do what he wants. Ex- I wanted to break down. You're like, okay, well, whatever. Exactly. Dude, the haters, <laughs> they're probably so happy. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, 
So and little do they know you're going to come back bigger and badder, dude. Like the new Goliath, man. <laughs> it's it. If only I had money, dude. If I had money, I'd be buying a freaking badass motor right now. Well. Uh, the one thing I'll tell you, Solomon, is my homie Tony Boss Bolin, you know, he's helped me a lot. His dad is a great engine builder. You know, they work on big rigs. They have a truck stop not far from the house here. And um, when we finished my 64 Lincoln, you know, his dad rebuilt the motor. We had the trans rebuilt. You know, and I, I'm just starting to get, you know, I probably got like, you know, less than 100 miles on the car. and I'm trying to drive it around a little bit. Well, I decided one day, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take it to Clearwater to work on it some with my buddy Blair. And I broke down. And we call it like we call it literally the Bermuda Triangle because we see Lincoln's broke down all in this one little patch of area in Tampa, dude. I mean, new cars. I mean, they're just Lincoln's, and we're like, dude, something's weird. But what it was is, I broke down by myself. It started, you know, the the top was up. It starts raining a little bit. It's getting dark. Probably should have never left when I did. But it ended up being what I found out was I, we didn't fully have the uh, torque converter seated onto the pump. Like, I thought that it was there in the car. Actually, you know, I was able to drive the car, you know, almost 100 miles. And then it finally, it, it didn't like it. But what I learned from that yep. is, like, you know, when I was broke down there, I was like, you know, I could be all pissed off, right? It cost me some money because I had to have, I had to get another torque converter. And then the guy had to go back through the transmission a little bit. But, you know, I took it with a grain of salt, you know, and I sat back and was like, look, th- if this is the worst, I mean, I could have got hit, something could have happened, to your point. So I just look at it, and what happened is we came back, I learned from it, which was super important, but the car is better than it ever has. And now the transmission place is, you know, he's closed, his dad retired, and that had nothing to do with, they did a fantastic job with my stuff. But I kind of look at it, well, what if there was another issue with the trans, and now the guy went back through it a second time, and I still didn't even pay what the average price was to rebuild one. So I kind of was like, look, I came out ahead still, you know? Yeah. So, but you know how that goes. Um, I wanted, And I want to be clear, so anybody that's looking for your channel, if I go on YouTube and I type in Solomon Lunger, um, the first one I see is it's Ford Era, right? That's the channel that we're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's called, yeah. It's, so the channel is Ford Era, but I'm sure if you search my name, it'll pop as well. Boom. Um, I want to hit on some other stuff real quick and keep it fresh. Um, I mean, we got a lot of love for Ronnie, C10 Talk, Truck Talk Media, OBS Talk, you name it. Kind of taking over the world from a from an automotive podcast standpoint. Um, share with the listeners a little bit. If they haven't listened to F100 Talk, they need to, right? Because, I mean, Solomon Lunger, you're the host. Oh, yeah. But talk to us a little bit about what's going on over there and some of the things on how you got to where you guys are at. Yeah, so... Like you said, Ronnie is the man, and uh, he had, you know, he had C10 talk, and then he started OBS talk, and I I love Ronnie. I, I actually, I think I was 2019, yeah, I, I got best uh, podcast of 2019 from him, I, um, people voted or whatever, and we were just good buddies, and then he asked me if I would want to be um, a part of what he's got going on, and switch over I, I was doing f100 nation podcast with devin Entz, one of my boys and he's like hey would you guys want to turn that into f100 talk and i'll bring you under our umbrella um so we did because i know ronnie i know that you know when he puts his mind to something he makes it happen and he was going to be kind of like making sure that we do it because if it was up to us we kind of slacked a little bit so he kind of made us like hey you guys we got to put out a pod you know so 
we do that. And I mean, the podcast, as you can guess, it's about F100s and sometimes, you know, bigger F250s or whatever. But uh, it's a Ford specific podcast. And um, I've got on all types of people. I mean, I've had on, you know, regular guys building in their garage um, to, you know, shop owners to big TV guys. I mean, I've had on Aaron Kaufman from uh, Arclight. I've got, you know, Casey from Casey's Paint Shop. Um, we've had on some tech. We've had on a lot of like um, live at shows. And um, it's just fun. We put it out every second Monday. So two a month. Some months might get three. Um, but it's awesome. I mean, you guys obviously listen to a podcast if you're listening to this. So go check out F100 Talk wherever you're listening to your podcast. Yeah, it's fun. And I would encourage anyone, just like I'm sure Solomon would, there's there's enough out there for everyone and, you know, there's a lot of guys that have come, you know, Mini Trucker Cold, Billy Bob Podcast, Future Mini Trucker Podcast, you know, the Scene Podcast, like these different podcasts over in kind of our uh, world, right, with the Mini Truck Scene. And uh, the cool thing is, man, it opens so many doors. You get to meet people. And if you're truly passionate like you are, Solomon, uh, you'll end up just finding the joy of talking to people, getting together. For me, it's kind of therapeutic. Because I can come home from work, maybe it's a long day like today, and I get a chance to talk to someone that may not be into the same exact genre, but at the end of the day, we're all truck guys, man. You know what I'm saying? We we all want to get behind the wheel, and we want to go to shows, and we want to have a good damn time. Isn't that right? <laughs> Absolutely is. And that's what it's about, dude. It's about enjoying ourselves. Like I've always said, like I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time, you know? Like, nice, nice. I like that. Basically, send it. Like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of do that. I mean, the guy, everybody was like, you shouldn't do power tour. Like you just got your truck back. And I was like, ah, send it. What, what's the worst that could happen? So I found out. Yep. Yep. It's all good. And, and you're staying positive about it. Um, you hinted earlier, I've been reading street trucks since August 99 when it came out, you know, you hinted that, you know, you've shot a lot of features. We just, um, we just shared, uh, one of the homies, the international, uh, we shared his the other day, um, on yep. street trucks and JP's. yeah. And one of the things, you know, with street trucks, you don't like online, they put a lot of the content, right? So, you know, to your point, John, uh, John Pinas and the, the cool thing that I always loved was seeing your name. Cause you always shot some cool stuff. Talk to us a little bit about what your role is, uh, you know, from a photography standpoint, and then obviously a little bit more with the F 100 builders guide. So I've I've been doing all types of different photography, but then when me and Mike got together, um, I got back into it a little bit on F100 Builders Guide, and then after doing that for a while, Chris Hamilton was like, "Hey man, you're killing it with uh, them. Can you help us out and do some other, you know, not just Ford stuff?" So I started doing a lot with them, and um, I don't know exactly how many covers, but I think I shot like most of them for like 2018, 19 and 20. And then I remember at one point I had street trucks, F100 builders guide, C10 builders guide and OBS builders guide all on stands at the same time, which was like <laughs> the coolest thing ever for me. Cause just like you said, you've been reading it since 1999 and I've literally, I've got, I'm sitting in my office. I've got right behind me every single issue from the first one. And I subscribed way back then or, all the way back then, my dad subscribed because I was only six, but he subscribed and he gave them to me and I used to read them. So Street Trucks has always been to me like my favorite magazine. So when I got the opportunity, it was like crazy awesome. And then when COVID hit, 
everything slowed down. There weren't so many shows. So I slowed down as far as like traveling as much and freelancing. Um, and the magazine had a lot of content. Like I had a lot of photo shoots they had, you know, that I've already done and they had me and all the other freelancers. So I really didn't have to do a lot of shooting. So I was just kind of focusing on growing Ford era, you know, doing my YouTube channel, doing what I was doing. Um, and then, you know, here and there, I, you know, do whatever I could. Then, um, just recently, Chris was like, Hey man, uh, you know, we, we want you to come back on and, you know, help us with a bunch of stuff again. And, you know, do you have the time? And I was like, yeah, I don't really, but I love street trucks. It's been literally one of my favorite magazines forever. I mean, out of the magazines that I love, it's the only one left. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a few new ones that are badass, and I definitely um, subscribe to those. But uh, So I told him I'm in, and then we're going to be having a fun trip this weekend. I'm excited about that. This will be kind of like the kickoff to me getting back into the whole magazine stuff because um, I've kind of been out of it for the whole you know COVID. Yeah, and like I said, I always enjoyed seeing these different trucks that you kind of pick out at shows like Lone Star Throwdown, like A Scrape in the Coast, these shows I love going to. And what I've always noticed is you got a good eye because even though like right now with Gold Dust might be a lifted truck with this big dot or this big um, diesel motor, you kind of have a good eye like JP's International, right? You seek out those kind of things. When you go to a show, do you have a rhyme or reason until like what you're going to pick? Or do you just kind of walk around and go, yo, hey, homie, I want to shoot this stuff this weekend? So obviously there's like the big ones that you know are being built, right? So you can, you kind of keep tabs on those. So like, especially in the Ford world, I, I know about like every single truck because they message me um, or someone tags me in a picture or something like that. So like with the Ford stuff, like I'm locked in. And then with a lot of the other stuff, like I'll, I'll be walking through a show and I personally love when a truck stops me in my tracks. And I feel like if, if it stops me in my tracks, it's going to stop somebody else in their tracks. And um, that's kind of how I do it. So, like, if I see something that I think is super badass at a show, I'll just ask them, like, hey, have you guys been featured? If not, would you be interested in something like that? Uh, and then if we can make it happen while I'm there, we do it. If not, we exchange contact info. And obviously I'll, you know, send photos first to Chris or whoever the editor is at the time, um, making sure that, you know, they want the vehicle. But it's always just kind of been... I I see what I think is cool, and then you know if the editor finds it cool as well, we make it happen. Yeah, you you have like I said a good eye, and I love that you pick out this awesome stuff. Talk to us a little bit about yeah, no problem. Talk to us a little bit about obviously you know you've got your truck, and you kind of mentioned you know you got some things there that you got to work through. But this weekend, you know, you mentioned you're kind of this is your this is your jumping back on you know the the street trucks. Um, you know, ship, so to speak. And I love seeing that, right? Uh, you and I had this unique opportunity. We're going, going back, back to Cali. C10 Intervention. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I, I'm a truck guy at heart, so I can go there and appreciate everything that's there, laid out, lifted, you name it. But how excited are you this weekend, um, you know, for C10 Intervention? I'm super excited. So I, I actually lived two years ago, I lived in SAC. Um, and I was working for Provost Motorsports, and they uh, they come strong for C10 Interventions. I was there two years ago for C10 Intervention, and that was at a totally different location. 
And I'm excited because now they brought it over to Woodlands, which is where Provost is based out of. So I'm going to be able to see the homies I haven't seen in a while, you know, visit the place and check it out. And, dude, I love the culture in NorCal. Like, it's a whole different vibe. So I'm just excited to go there, see some fun trucks, have fun, hang out with you, hang out with Chris, and just have a good time. Yeah, the few times I met you, man, I've always uh, had a good time around you. Like I said, you're a positive dude. You're always smiling. You got to check out Solomon Lunger on social media, including Instagram, of course, Ford Era, as well as on YouTube. But the thing that I always think is like, you know, you're around positive people. You're around like-minded people. Like right there, you're already kind of ahead, right, in my mindset. So I'm super excited this weekend to really lay it down. I would encourage uh, folks, if you go on Facebook or YouTube, you can follow and or subscribe to Street Trucks. We'll be doing live streaming. Uh, what um, I've never been to the Sacramento area. Now, I've been to California a few times. I haven't really ever been to that area. Um, what do you expect? How much fun do you think for us? How, or excuse me. How much fun do you expect for us to have, homie? <laughs> so that very much depends on I, – I don't really under, know for sure like how heavy our workload is. But it is a lot of fun out there. Um, there's so much stuff to do. It's a really under, it's an under, like, what's the right word? Sacramento is low key, a badass city. You know what I mean? So I, I like that. It's not like super packed and it's not like everybody knows how cool it is. So you can still like get around the city. There's not crazy traffic. And, um, I think we're going to have nothing but fun because if this is like it was in the past, Every night at the hotel is going to be a party in the parking lot until the sun comes back up. <laughs> and we're just going to have a great time. Like These types of weekends are the ones that we're going to talk about in 25 years. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, you remember that time that we went to intervention and da 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 And this guy, we had to get him out of jail and bail <laughs> and this and that. That's the fun stuff. Like, go on vacation, leave on probation. Right. See, I like this. And, you know, Nicole said, hey, you got to look out for my husband, Chris, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking about Chris going to jail, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I've got a super clean record, so it's definitely not me. Right. I mean, if Chris goes, you know, since he's never got pinched on anything in terms of the law, right. I think, you know, he'll, he'll be able to get out as like a first-time offender. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and plus you know he's got the corporate card so we'll have to get his wallet if he gets locked up so c10 intervention all together instagram this is a sold out event they're billing it on instagram as 800 plus trucks which i love and um outside of c10 intervention anything else planned are we going to see a turkey rod run like kind of what's maybe the mindset i know obviously a lot in the air with the truck but uh, anything else mindset-wise you want to be at this year, homie? Yeah, so I've got in three weeks, September 23 to 26 is F100 Super Nationals in Sevierville, Tennessee. Then the next weekend right after that is Holly Ford Fest, uh, September 29 through October 2nd in Bowling Green. Then I have a couple of weeks to chill. Then there's SEMA, November 2nd to 5th. The weekend after SEMA is Dino's Get Down in Phoenix. That's the 12th and 13th of November. Yes. The weekend after that is Good Guys Southwest Nationals, also in Phoenix. The weekend after that is a party at Glamis in the Seine, so I'll be at that. Um, I missed 
but in October I'll be at Slamfest, hopefully, obviously the homies, and uh, we can't miss that one. Um, I think that pretty much is all the shows I'll be going to for the rest of 2021. Might be missing a couple local ones, but those are the bigger ones. Yeah, I love hearing it. Uh, Solomon Lunger, dude, it's always great to seek up. I can't wait this weekend to be doing some video. Uh, we'll be able to live stream a lot of that. Chris will be there with us representing street trucks. Uh, before we wrap it up, dude, give a huge shout out because I know you got two little ones. I kept thinking you had the one, but I see you holding the baby. You're able to balance all of this fun stuff, the guy stuff, uh, the ladies stuff. You know, obviously there's ladies involved in the scene too, but um, you're able to balance all this and you got two little ones at home. So why don't you give a shout out to the, the significant other and uh, the little ones. Oh yeah. So my wife, Lisa is definitely, uh, she's a trooper. I mean, she definitely has to put up with all of this. And, you know, if it wasn't for her letting me be able to go all the time and, you know, just being cool about it and not making it annoying. Cause I've got plenty of friends who like, they're on a short leash. So, um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think she gets all the shout outs and, uh, she probably is going to say that, you know, I don't deserve her. And I agree. So, yeah, real talk, man. Well, listen, we love what you do, positivity that you bring to the scene. Uh, you've got a keen eye, as I mentioned, for lots of cool stuff, and we've seen that in many pages of the Builder's Guides, including F100s, uh, and then, of course, in Street Trucks, so much cool stuff like JP's International. Love seeing that. Glad Street Trucks shared that one and their social media. Uh, again, highly, highly encourage, if you can, uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube, Follow Street Trucks, follow them on Instagram, Twitter, you know, all that crazy stuff. And, uh, man, anything else that you want to share, Mr. Uh, Solomon Lunger? I just want to give you a shout-out for you keeping on doing this and making uh, making somewhere fun for us to listen and kind of know what's happening because I've been listening to you for a long time, and I appreciate everything that you do. Hey, and Mike. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we always give Mike a hard time. He's out gallivanting around. But seriously, dude, much love. And, you know, every time we slap hands, it's always real talk. So this weekend, we're going to be holding it down, brother. And uh, listen, man, I'm a little older than you, so I got I got to make sure I can kind of uh, you know, keep up with the young young bucks. You know what I mean? I've been doing this a long time. So, you know, I'm going to try to stay, stay with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> well... I think you'll be able to. I I, uh, I don't hold my liquor at all. I don't try to drink. So uh, I think you got me. Yeah, real talk. Well, listen, you're the future of the scene. Uh, a lot of older guys, I think, sometimes have a hard time saying, hey, you know, we're getting older. But at the same time, you know, you're a great up-and-comer. You've already reached amazing plateaus that some may never even make it to. So keep doing what you do. Keep sharing the positivity. Love what you and Ronnie and all of your crews are doing over with F100 Talk. Stay on the rise, and uh, let's uh, let's let's keep this thing going that we all love, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Keep on trucking. We got the pedal stomped. All right, Solomon, we out you, brother. Be good. Mm-hmm.